Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, one and all, to another edition of After Hours. No default today, just Luby here on Believe Network. Really honored and privileged to be talking to this uh, talented journalist, uh, formerly cheerleader, uh, sports broadcaster, and now author, the one and only Lisa Guerrera joins us today. Good morning, good afternoon, Lisa. How you doing? So good to talk to you this morning. I'm doing great, thanks. So I, I thought I knew you. <laughs> Watched you on TV for years. Big <laughs> fan of the NFL. Seen you on ABC, CBS, Fox, ESPN. Uh, tremendous sideline reporter and uh, reporter of a uh, journalist of other kinds. Seen you on Inside Edition. And then I read about your book, uh, Warrior, My Path to Being Brave. And I literally, my mouth is agape, to be brutally honest. I am just, the journey you've gone through to where you are now is astounding. What got you to feel the need? It feels like, it feels like you felt the need to write this book. I did. You know, I, I think people see me on TV chasing bad guys on Inside Edition or holding, you know, scam artists accountable on camera. And I think they think, wow, that's a brave person. She looks really brave. And I just wanted people to know that there were decades of work <laughs> that went into forming kind of the badass superhero you see right now on television and that I wasn't always brave. You know, I started out as a really shy kid. I went through a lot of misogyny and verbal harassment through sports casting. And I really, you know, hit rock bottom at one point after hitting the highs of sports casting. And I wanted people to know that this wasn't an easy climb. But I also wanted people to learn from some of my mistakes and challenges to know that you can turn pain into power. Well, and, and it seems like, and look, Leslie Visser is actually a dear friend of ours. So we've heard some of these stories. I never heard it to this degree. And some of yeah. the, the things you dealt with, and it's so funny because it wasn't the 70s and there had people had broken ground, but you were in a generation where you took it to another level to where we see it now, where the sidelines are littered with tremendous uh, women reporting. You were sort of in that middle where it had been done, but you took it somewhere else. I did not realize the level of misogyny, the level of abuse that was still going on. That is astounding to me in a sport that is so front on our televisions, on our newspapers, on our media, that it was going on to that degree. Yeah, you know, I, I write about, I call it the, the culture of cruelty in sport. And I write about it because I want people to know that there is somebody always on the receiving end of criticism or trolling or verbal abuse, you know, there, I think we, we think we put something out there, for example, on social media and nobody sees it. Nobody cares. We're kind of anonymous. We never see these people face to face. So part of the reason I wrote my book is, Hey, I endured a lot of, of really what I, I know now was unfair criticism and misogyny and abuse, but I absorbed it like a sponge. And it really was traumatic for me, and it had dire consequences. So I just want people to know to be careful what they put out there and to try to lead with empathy because you really don't know what somebody's going through. Just like you said at the beginning of the interview, you had no idea what I was going through. Nobody did because I covered it up. So my book, Warrior, is an opportunity to write about it, to tell about it, 
so that nobody else has to go through what I went through in 2003. I mean, you took on Robert Kraft and won. You took on the NFL and won, and that rarely <clears> happens. <throat> uh, yeah. And you do it now all the time on Inside Edition where you go out there and find the bad and try and make it good. Uh, what gave you that? You talk about, you know, we see you as brave now, but we don't know what you went through. Is that what gave you the strength? What gave you the strength to say, you know what? No, I, I, you guys can have your, the way you do things and I'm not taking it anymore. Well, when I was little, I was eight years old when my mom died. She was 29. She was a Chilean immigrant. And so she spoke Spanish as her primary language. And when I was little, before she passed away, she pulled me aside and she said, Lisita, never forget that your last name is Guerrero. And Guerrero, Guerrero, means warrior. You were born to fight. And I didn't know what that meant at eight years old. And it took me decades to learn the message that she was giving me, the gift of my heritage that she was giving me. And that was, you're a Guerrero. You need to fight for yourself. And as time would have it, I, I realized I was also here to fight for other people. And so all the trauma I went through as a sportscaster and as an actor and as a cheerleader decades before, all of those obstacles helped to forge a much stronger and more sympathetic person. And that that's what makes me really good at my job today. Have things changed? I know you're still, I know you're doing Inside Edition, but I'm sure you're still around those worlds. Uh, we've heard on the field they're trying to be safer off the field with the commanders with a lot of the things they're trying quote unquote to be better have they are things better when it comes to this uh, across the sports world well that's a great question i actually think more people are reporting wrongdoing mm -hmm. okay. and we're reading more about it you know in the newspapers we're reading about it online we're, we're watching these stories kind of unfold in the shadow of me too so I, I don't necessarily think things are getting better, but I think people aren't aren't just putting up with it anymore. Now people are reporting it, are going to HR, um, you know, I'm writing about it. So I think you're hearing more about these stories. My hope is that by talking about it, things will change. Um, and I think things are changing for the better. It's just taking longer than we would hope. Look, I, I know there's some out there that say, if you don't talk about it, it goes away. No, things don't go away without talking about it. You have to talk about it. I commend you. I admire you for speaking up and a generation of people, whether it's men or women, that are standing up and saying, enough is enough. Warrior, my path to being brave. Thank you for what you're doing, Lisa. Good luck on the book, and hopefully we get to talk to you again. I hope so. Thank you so much for having me. This was an awesome discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the incomparable Lisa Guerrero. I, I, I really did not. It's, it's so weird. And I, and I don't, I don't say that lightly about Leslie Visser. I mean, she actually is a friend of ours and she, I think just started silent reporting in general, let alone the broke the glass ceiling when it came to women. And you started to see more and more women. Lisa Guerrero was that next generation where yes, she wasn't the first, but it wasn't prevalent. And you, you saw her and, and a bunch of other tremendous women and men doing sideline reporting and more and more women to the point where now it's, if it's not standard, it, it, quite often it's a uh, female sideline reporter or reporter in general. Um, I, but I, did, I mean, she did the best damn sports show and she was on Monday Night Football and now on Inside Edition. You've seen her 
all over the place, and she's really good at what she does. I had no idea what she was dealing with. Like, I, I, get, I guess I give them credit, uh, and this, these women who have had to deal with this to just keep going. Um, but I give them even as much credit, if not more so, for saying, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, this is a joke. This is ridiculous. This is asinine. We've had to deal with four decades. Sorry, men, women, whoever's doing it, that's enough. And I, I appreciate she was honest that she doesn't know if it's better, but she knows people aren't taking it. And that's how things get better is eventually if enough people speak up, enough people talk, enough people say, I'm done, they force change. And that's how change happens. This idea, well, you know, you talking about it makes you that the bad thing. What? That's as illogical as it gets. Those talking about it are willing to confront it, are willing to face it, and want to do whatever they can to get rid of it. And good. <laughs> like misogyny is not acceptable. Hatred prejudice of any kind is not acceptable. Does it happen? Of course. Are we different people with different backgrounds so we have different mindsets? Sure. But we're supposed to want to be better. We're supposed to want to do more, grow, learn. I give Lisa Guerrero, look, she doesn't have to write this. She's doing Inside Edition. She's doing extremely well for herself. She chose to write because she wanted to get her story out there for those out there going through it. And maybe we all have our own strength. We all have our own courage. But sometimes it, it, it is helpful to see someone who's done it. Say, you know what? Good for her. I'm going to do it. Good for him. I'm going to do it. Good for them. I'm going to do it. So I give her a ton of credit. Uh, the book looks tremendous. Uh, I, I really did not realize. Literally, she sued Robert Kraft and won. She's the one that interviewed Barry Bonds and literally was the first person asked, are you using steroids? You know, and that if you follow Barry Bonds at all as a fan or in, in the sports world, yeah as a broadcaster or whatever you did, Barry Bonds was not happy ever. <laughs> and he didn't like reporters being honest with him. Some of the best reporters ever backed down from Barry Bonds. So I appreciate her standing up to him and standing up to the NFL slash sports world in general. Uh, warrior, my path to being brave. Uh, thank you again, Lisa Gray, for joining us today on After Hours. I truly enjoyed that conversation. Hopefully you did as well. Yes, Super Bowl, talking about football. Super Bowl is done. NFL season has finished, but you know, with the combine coming up, the draft in the not too distant future, we will talk lots of football. NBA passed the game halfway point, set to have the All-Star game in the next week or so. Uh, so we will talk lots and lots of NBA, MLB. Pitchers and catchers are coming to camp. Spring training is about two weeks or so away. The season's about a month away, a month and a half away. So uh, baseball comes out with new rules and maybe it'll make it more interesting. We've talked a lot actually here about how baseball <laughs> has become, it was already a slow, you know, methodical sport. Now it's just become boring and they're trying to do things to speed it up slash give more action. Eh, we'll see. I don't know. I used to love baseball. I can't watch it at all these days. So maybe, maybe, maybe they'll do something to fix it. We'll talk about that as well. And the NHL also gearing up uh, near the playoff season. So, Lots of sports still on the current slate and on the horizon. Plus, of course, college basketball in March Madness, one of my favorite times of the year, one of my favorite sporting events. So we'll talk a lot more about that. Check us out each and every morning if you want to see us and hear us. The Defoe Show with Luby on South Florida Live. Check out our South Florida content on five, the Five Reasons Sports Network. And right here, we always have a good time talking each and every week with Brandon Lang. He will join us again this week to recap the Super Bowl. Uh, he's always fun. He's always hilarious. And he knows his sports. And he's definitely, if you want to gamble, want to wager, he's a guy to listen to. Uh, right here. Uh, after Hours of Defund Luby on the Believe Network. 
And like Defo always likes to say, whether you're a Eagles fan and you're licking your wounds, you're a Chiefs fan, you're celebrating, you're in the sports world and uh, feeling harassed, you're uh, in the sports world and you're trying to live in denial, no matter what's going on in your life, what's going on in your world, you got to believe. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, (laughs) no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food. Amazing atmosphere. Good for a family. Good for a date or just a night out for yourself. And prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched. Steaks hand cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation, because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup, all you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.